0: Friends, welcome back to another episode of the Film Alchemist Podcast, the shower we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co-host, and cop who hates young people having fun,
1: Alex Dandino.
0: Not in Dandino's jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before so we start weird. today's amazing episode, uh, we have a little business. Everyone, it's official. We're on Patreon, that's right, patreon.com slash Pod. Best way to support the show. Best way to get more awesome stuff out of the show, right? Lots of good stuff over there. We're working real hard. We're always working to revamp and tinker on the edges, right, so that it's better and better for you over there. If you can and you're able to, we would appreciate the support at patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod. Thank you guys very much in advance. Uh, the YouTube Film Alchemist, subscribe over there. The email, pod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on all the socials you're on. Hit us up. Make sure you're leaving those five-star ratings and reviews. And then I have one more little piece, a little, a little piece of personal business. If you guys are interested in horror films, which I hope you are, go follow Misfit Parade. That's the name of a, a filmmaking group that we uh, are a part of. So go follow them uh, on YouTube, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, and you can see the fun little horror movies we're making. So... Anywhere you can follow that misfit parade, that would mean the world to me. Thank you. All right. Speaking of horror films. This October or this August? August. That's the date. I, I've read a calendar. August. Augusta. You're so, uh we already. are yeah, we're doing a 5-year anniversary theme. So, Alex and I have been now doing this show, the Film Alchemist podcast for a little over 5 years. Uh we've been podcasting together a lot longer than that, right? We date back to mm-hmm. Actually, Alex started all of this by inviting me on his show, People I Know. That was the first pod I had ever done. And we had such a good talk that it has launched us into this nearly decade-long odyssey of, of podcasting. Yeah, So Jesus he might Christ. regret it, but he hasn't said he regrets it. He's like, the countless hours of sleep I've lost. I mean, but I don't sleep anyway. Yeah. It's fine. That's right. That's right. So five years now, right? So we started this show a little over five years ago. But we are in honor of this. We're doing the same theme we did that five months ago. I think it was our second curation. Aliens invade the pod. So we are deciding to start with probably the greatest alien invasion movie ever made. I'm sure there are some that would argue. But I think this movie overachieves to such a level that it's staggering. Of course, we're talking about killer clowns from outer space. Uh, I absolutely adore this film. I'm actually sad that Shorty no longer exists at the edge of my desk because my corporate, corporate overlords said that it was unprofessional for me to have a killer clown in the background of all of my teams and Zoom meetings. Wow. but This, this, this is a big deal movie for me. Love this movie. Rewatched it with my kids. Um, what I would say is that this movie is, I would show this to every film student ever. Anyone who wants to be in a creative field. This is a movie that should have sucked and failed at every single turn, right? Like You just see this movie. You're like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This movie will not work, right? This will be one of those. Now we, we have like the asylum that makes stuff like this, right? They're a throwaway. Even if they're good, it's only for brief flashes, right? There's no real effort. This movie with the ingredients it has so dramatically overachieves, right? You combine all of these amazing things in a way that it just becomes this all-time fun interesting movie and i think i would show everyone who's young and wants to get in a creative field all those ideas right The there's that joke right i want to be in the room where they pitch sharknado i think this was the one i would want to be in the room in right because right. now i look back and i'm like what an obvious amazing movie this is right but i think it is a small movie miracle that we got this version of this film so alex opening thoughts on killer clowns from outer space.
1: You know, it's interesting to watch a movie by the Chiodo brothers. Because, like, I don't, this is not, this is the first time I've ever watched it, for one. <laughs> um, It's not a movie I would really seek out in the, in the it was always that um, VHS. Um, it was always that VHS that I saw when I was renting movies that I was like, mm. there's no fucking way that movie is cool even though you
0: hadn't seen it, this movie has a very large pop culture footprint.
1: I've never watched it.
0: Never. Yeah.
1: So it's just one of those things where I've... It was always just the VHS I saw when I was, like, working at Blockbuster or when I would go to Hollywood Video when I was a kid. Like, that is a VHS tape tape I saw a lot. And, like, you know, it's also one of those things... um, I also have, like, an actual... um, Obviously, I'm. It's not medically documented, but I have a pretty intense fear of clowns. Uh, I know exactly where it started, which is interesting. Um, and Bozo, it's actually
0: WGN Bozo.
1: It's no, which is really that weird. that shit is fucking. Isn't it weird if that it's go go not WGN it? Bozo? It should be, and it's not.
0: It seemed cute when I was a kid, but I rewatched some clips with my sons, and that fucking show's scary. I'm I say, thought he had a cute voice, but he's kind of like, "Ah, do the ball challenge." Like it's just like, no, I was he like, sounds happened?
1: like he sounds like he's doing a Tim Curry riff, which is fucking yes.
0: weird. Yes, yeah. No, actually, looks like he smells of booze. I don't it's know if a, you. It ever, was a real trip down memory. I don't lane, know
1: if yeah. you ever did this when you were a kid, but when I like when we lived in Indiana, like so when we lived in Noblesville, um, we would do the the five hundred parade um where we'd like basically like they'd have like the big parade going through downtown where essentially you'd sit everybody would like park wherever they could and then you'd like set up on the main drag and just see like all the formula one cars going down which was really cool when you're mm-hmm. a kid there were fucking clowns running down the street and it scared the fucking shit out of me didn't know in why in your I...
0: mind it was like the purge the clowns were absolutely taking
1: over. it was fucking terrifying so, from that moment exist on- exist under
0: clown law now. <laughs>
1: I was like five or six. So, from that moment on, just anything clown related scared the fucking shit out of me. Now, for some reason, Pennywise, not as bad. I think that's because Pennywise is a horror thing. So, I'm like a little more adjusted to it. But, bar none, when I watch clown stuff or when clowns pop up in things, absolute terror. Like, I cannot- There I is can't-
0: nothing kind of sadder and creepier in real life than like-
1: a constantly still smiling to like person, like
0: the clown thing, like there is a real creepiness. Like I absolutely understand. I'm not afraid of clowns, but I'm like I get it. There's like a sadness to that, Like a like an unsettling nature to them. No one should always be that happy. I love that this movie posits that the killer clowns might be ancient astronauts, which you know I love my ancient. Well, that's ancient something
1: aliens. interesting too. But they're ancient
0: I- ancient astronauts that visited us early on, and so we stole the imagery, and instead of creating gods, we created this sad, sad place called the carnival where we do our many reenactments to these gods.
1: I did like the, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, cause for most of the movie I was watching, I was just like, huh, wow. These clowns are, I mean, very up and with it. This is fascinating. I gotta say the, um, residents of Crescent Cove are the nicest, um, folks in a horror movie i've ever seen like they all just they're watching Good these folk. these clowns are coming through and clearly doing some sinister shit and they're all like you know what they live their lives too what am i gonna do pretty that,
0: much just mooney is the biggest piece of shit yeah right double secret piece of shit yeah
1: double secret uh, probation shit yep
0: yeah, obviously he fucking sucks. Dude. He's just like young people. I'm gonna bust him. My good. favorite person in the entire movie the is the pharmacist. Those, those guys were not being nice and, no, and well they right? They were not doing the small. They deserve some
1: shit. But like the pharmacist, <laughs> nicest guy. He's sitting there. They're tearing apart his store, and just he's letting just like him
0: fuck the whole place up.
1: What I got to see how this goes. I, I have no. Yeah. I have nowhere else to go. Like I, I, I have a lot of respect for that. So for me, Crescent Cove, nicest city in a horror film ever.
0: Yeah, they do solid, right? Even the cool cop who eventually becomes a dick when he finds out his girlfriend's getting stiffed by another dude. Yeah, for sure. Then he's like, "No, I'm not so cool no more." Just kidding. All right, we're cool <laughs> maybe again. I don't, I don't know where I fit. I in I don't know there,
1: where right? I stand, but we'll, we'll figure. Maybe it out. Maybe don't let me hold
0: the camera if I stop putting him in handcuffs and drawing guns on him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that, so, I just love the, I just love the idea of this movie, right? That these aliens land. What I will say, this movie does right, and it hits you pretty fast, right? Because we have the old man and his dog. We're kind of running through the story. Um god, what was that guy's name? He was a famous old actor who they get to play that the old man at the start. Anywho. I love the the very first time that we start to see this tent in the woods. This movie is so visually appealing. And this movie has such a a fount of creativity at the center of it. Cuz that's the thing. I think if you phone in the tent you phone in the cotton candy. You phone in the clowns. You can see how this movie just wouldn't have reached the level that it has, right? The cult classic status. But you walk in to that tent, and it is beautiful. When you walk into the cotton candy room, that is a fucking beautiful set. Just a beautiful fucking nightmare set that there are all these cotton candies that are fucking humans, right? Essentially, it's this acidic cocoon that is melting yeah. us down Basically, so they can we drink turn- us with
1: crazy straws. Yeah, we're essentially like high C pouches. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, we're we're yeah we're an o, or a caprice Sun, an organic caprice Sun. You even dude, ten minutes in we see the first alien who shoots the guy and turns him into cotton candy. So this movie's not wasting any fucking time. Ten minutes in, killer clown. We see him stomping around. They start chasing him, and it's a fucking really cool scene, right? Them running through the ah. Uh, now it's a fun house. They have popcorn guns for some reason. And you're like, what the fuck are they shooting pop? But it pays off beautifully in the end as you see what the popcorn. It's just this. There's so much creativity because by the end of the scene, right, when they're in that room again at the amusement park, you mm-hmm. see that popcorn hopper and you're like, is this like, do they give birth like fish? Yeah, I Where, think like, they're. The, yeah, the women I think the popcorn kernels, is uh, alien. And then they put like fish hot is. clown jizz on it and then it pops I in that so. popper. Yeah,
1: that's how that works. It's
0: like little kernels, hot clown jizz. <laughs> 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 That's, I mean, yeah, you know, it's fun because just those little extra details. Now just we're a building a society. Of life. It's are they all those little stringy worms that then grow into these gigantic behemoths? I think no, what's no.
1: interesting to me about the clowns and the design work in general is this, it, because they're not doing anything objectively like, like a couple of times. Obviously, there's some like actual violence ensues, but. <sighs> overall shorty
0: punches that biker's head off
1: yeah like that shit is fucking rad and i was like oh thank god this 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 alien this alien clown might be a hero now um but there's like <laughs> there's parts of this that are really um th- there there's nothing overtly scary about like clowns walking around town i guess it's there's the design of these guys which is like I think there is yeah, <laughs> I mean there's the design for one. All of them have right. these like dead behind the eyes looks, which is fucking rad by the way. Yeah. Um, right. But the thing that I liked the most about the movie in general was, quite frankly, just the ominous presence, and not this just like constant like the gags are really good. I think this is like a really key component of the whole movie and why it like why it actually works. Is the gags are really good? These are good like bits that come that come up in the movie itself. I like I like that I like yeah, that a well,
0: lot. They're great bits, but they also kind of add these extra layers to what these things are, right? Yeah, yeah, um, totally. I mean, they're iconic creatures by now. And the famous like behind the scenes tidbit is that most of the killer clown masks were repurposed to become the trolls and Ernest Scared Stupid, right? Yeah. So this movie has another pop culture touchstone for me. Yeah, but they have all of these kind of because it really turns into this vignette. Once we start like the ah, we found them. You know, they have the clown who pretends to be the mascot outside of the drugstore. Right. We have our uh, our Punch and Judy. Right. Where he's doing like a puppet show. And then he gets the guy. Uh, You got the pizza trap. You got the heart shaped candy box trap. Shorty's little bicycle. Right. And then even something uh, like the invisible car where this creature can somehow manifest a physical ability to fly at the speed of a car to hit a car and knock it off the road right so there we see the shadow puppet scene right i love the fucking shadow puppet scene where he's doing essentially like a girly like jessica rabbit thing and all the guys like oh yeah yeah yeah. and their wives are just like oh you scamps, you scamps, and then it turns into a t-rex and eats them all yeah so the actual breadth of their their physical powers pretty great is actually fucking astounding. Yeah, yeah. Like the the abilities all, these things have are crazy. All and of them are. And you manifest that grand. with they still take the time to play with their food. Yeah. Right? And then you mix that with they have the dumbest weakness for any species who's ever been made.
1: I fucking love it.
0: Right? Is that they have a I bright big it. target on their nose. Yeah. It really does make them scarier to me.
1: I mean, I just the the one that I thought was like truly act there's like a section of this movie that is actual horror for me which was uh the one that's uh, the clown that's outside like what is the ice cream shop or the pizza place and is like beckoning to that little girl oh that no, one I was like, like that is some fucked up shit right there there is some fucking gnarly yeah. like not great and like at least in and this is another again respect to parents of Crescent Cove like to go out there like those are good parents. Like, they clearly right. know something is afoot.
0: <laughs> Anyone like, who's looking into the Chuck E. Cheese style eatery that great. hard, don't go out Mm-mm. there. Call, be call going Mooney there. to come and abuse their, their, no, 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 their no. rights as a citizen and get them the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I mean, even the scene right where the guy gets dragged into the dumpster and then we cut into her in the bathroom getting out of the shower. Yeah, and She's attacked by all these popcorn spawns. I think there's actually really it's it's funny because this movie exists in a place where it's hard for it because it's it's a horror movie, but it's a horror sci fi comedy first. Yeah, right. It's hard to get past the surface trappings of, oh, these are big, ridiculous clowns. You know, oh, they got a giant fucking street sweeper to sweep up cotton candy. Ah." And I think that's the great differentiator, right? Because I'm not a horror comedy guy. Because 90% of the time, they're not very funny, nor are they scary, right? Right. Or they don't have like the, you can't even sink into the whore because we're so busy doing yucks. But when it's done really well, right? And that's what Killer Clowns does exceptionally well that I don't know that it gets enough credit for. Because we have this surface level, you know, sugar rush fun. The ship is beautiful. The clowns are beautiful. Every bit of technology and lore that they kind of add into the clowns really fucking works for me. It's a really fun world they built for them. But you get the scene in the jail, right, where where cool cop, cool, cool, cut cop, actually, cut cop, he comes in, and he's looking in the cotton candy. When they peel the cotton candy back, and it's the red face, that is scary, and the hand fucking falls on
1: him. Mm-hmm.
0: And to me, this is the scene where the movie changes, and you're like, oh, this isn't just a, like, campy, look at this fucking, you know, title we came up with. Yeah. When he goes back into the jail, and that fucking giant clown – Is using Mooney as a ventriloquist dummy? Awesome. That's fucking scary. Oh, yeah. That scene straight up is an actual fucking nightmare.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And
0: to me, that's the thing. If you're enjoying your fun and your sugar-coated killer clowns movie, but you still find a way to get those moments, right? You get five, six moments where it actually is legitimately unnerving or scary. Yeah. That's when a horror comedy excels. Right. Well, I think that's like... it's not just frosting.
1: Well, I think that's the key to that's the key to any great horror comedy is it's never about the comedy. It's about the horror. The comedy comes from the horror. Like there is this organic confluence of what comedy and horror can do on their own. And I think that what makes killer clowns exceptional in that regard is that we're watching a movie that is about an alien invasion, which is fucking, you know, it should be scary. Like. It's scary in and of itself. Yeah. It's scary in and of itself. This concept of these weird clowns who essentially show up to America for no reason. But other than just that's what movies do.
0: They just need a snack, dude. They just need a snack.
1: It's really fascinating to watch because, yeah, like there is a lot of horror in what happens. I mean, you know, it's scary. It's still scary to like, oh, they carry around these guns that turn people into cotton candy balls. Like, well, that's not great. Like. You'll wind up a fucking blood pouch of uh, high C. You never know. Dude, it
0: fucking, how about when they hit that old sad security guard with the pies? Okay. They come through and he fucking melts into a pile of pie. He looks like Chet in yeah. Weird Science. And then Shorty somehow has a comically big novelty. Like
1: that was. cherry for
0: the Sunday. And you're like, who's that for?
1: Who's Who that?
0: Because that's the thing. This is like when serial killers pose the bodies after they're dead, right? And it becomes a fun house. So I was like, who does Shorty think is going to see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought, who does Shorty think? They're about to leave because their ship is full of cotton candies, right? They got an entire fucking town. They're all good. Town, they, got,
1: they got snacks right? for HBO days. HBO made a prestige
0: television show about this called The Leftovers, right? <laughs> but when you put it in the context of this cotton candy, it's still just as scary. Right. Who is Shorty putting that cherry on the thing for, dude? That is a level of malevolence I think that, that I think helps carry them up. I don't know that that scene always stuck with me too. They just fucking pie this very, norm- again, very normal, in this very normal, very nice, nice security
1: <laughs> guard. Yeah, like I, there is they just like, run
0: into Mayberry and start fucking everything.
1: Up. <laughs> like that is like I think that I, again, and I, I, I was trying to figure out. Like I was thinking about it last night. I was watching. I was like, why is this town filled with reasonable people who aren't like besides the biker and the cops, who of movie. course are the, the worst. Yeah. Why is it that everybody kind of just gets fucked with? And I was like, why is it this town, who are all very welcoming and friendly, I'm like, that's the actual horror of it? That's why, like, these bits work and why this sort of funny stuff happens is because... They're very nice. This is a nice, simple town. Nobody deserves this. The true horror is the randomness of it. And that's actually what's scary to me is that, you know, nobody deserves this, but it just is what it is. Like sometimes this shit just happens to you. It's a, it's to me very fascinating.
0: Yeah, you're up there in the back of your car trying to fucking a raft, and then all of a sudden your status quo is stopped, right? That was the the famous John Carpenter thing about Halloween, is it was this. It could be in your neighborhood too. You might have fled yeah. to your white topias, right? Because there won't be any problems there. <laughs> oh, there might be. And so you see these people, when they see the clowns, those people get up off the bus stop to watch a shadow puppet show. Yeah. And as an audience, you're like, how fucking boring must their lives have been that they're like, oh, a shadow puppet show. And they're so, and this thing, when you see these killer clowns, there's nothing about them that doesn't trigger the fight or flight response. Absolutely. They look Who would want like to hang fucking, out with these guys? They look yes. they, again. They look like digestion made made flesh, the, right? You're like the Whoa!
1: the eyes, <laughs> all whatever the design the thought was behind teeth. their eyes. The eyes are the part, like the teeth are whatever. To be honest with you, it's those like dead eyes that all of them they have. Don't, in, like they
0: don't have even. a uh, uh, we got a smash grass molar. they're no. all fucking. They're fangs. all just fangs. He's seven feet tall, and
1: they all have these like I was. Yeah, their up,
0: faces look like I was uh, up drinking. Uh, like, I was up drinking all night. Testicles. I was up
1: drinking and puking all night, and like those are the eyes they have, like that, like bl- that, like blown out. Like oh, oh yes, I was awake and I'm fine now. Like. That's fucking rad, man. That is some cool ass
0: design shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Even if, right? Even if this was a normal guy, you should fucking run an abject terror. Absolutely. But their lives are so fucking boring that they're like, a Punch and Judy show? Oh, fucking Shadow Puppy? I'll put it on the line. For this two minutes of free entertainment, and it's like, goddamn! Like the vapor should be carrying you away. Oh my god! Did to you be see fair, that busted lady dancing, that busted shatter dancing. My god, I've been this fucking aroused in months. To be fair, have you
1: like those old people? That must have been the most exciting thing they've done in decades.
0: The last time they got that excited was in the Depression when they found like half a sandwich. In yeah, a they soup. found
1: a fucking bone right. to make hobo soup with. Like it was a good, solid day that one day. And then they met these clowns. Those are the two. Look at the
0: way her is jarrate the lights. Oh my god! It's like it's it's his hand. It's his hand. Don't you break my illusion. Don't break my illusion. I really,
1: whatever this accent is, you're doing for whatever region of the city of, of the country we're in to do Crescent Cove. I like it. This
0: is good. my accents are a, a porridge, right? Where I pull from many sources to get this questionable results. Yeah. You're basically
1: uh, the, you are the Christian Bale of the podcast world
0: accents. This is good because I, I lose and gain weight in extreme amounts. I haven't started the losing yet. I have gained in extreme very fast. Uh, no, it is. It's this destruction of the normal squares, right? Is that we're we're essentially living in Mooney's world, but he's still mad about it. But no one's doing enough to where we feel like, oh yeah, Mooney's right. Yeah. Mooney's just an old prick, but right. Essentially, this is Mooney's world that we're living in, and you're starting to see that be destroyed by these outsiders who are having fun and yucks. Um, and I just think I think it really works, man. And and this is the other thing. This has a great cast of characters. Right, I would not sit here and say they should have won some like ensemble acting award, but everyone in this movie is playing it real straight. They're very committed to the bit, and I think it works out really well. What is it? The Tarzini brothers who had the ice cream truck. See, great. this was another great thing
1: I loved. Is I'm like, see, that's who save, that's who helped save Crescent Cove. These two wonderful Italian slang and I, I ta- you know Italian ice cream yeah. slangers. Maybe Good not
0: great at the start that they're just picking up uh, oversized women to fucking. You know, cover an ice cream and then do whatever to right. I mean, that's their maybe business. a little Buffalo Listen, Bill origin. I don't
1: cigarette. argue with it. I don't argue with whatever the this Italians are doing it at the beginning. Of this
0: <laughs> Can you help me put the couch in the back of my van? It rubs
1: the it rubs the rum raisin on its skin unless it gets the holes again. You know,
0: there's I'm just saying. First off, let's not fucking turn these little Italians into heroes because we have questions. No, they're not.
1: They're not great. Like, let's be very
0: clear. They're they're capturing these big girls to try to, like, get them full of ice cream, right? Get them all sugar-rushed up and see what happens. Sure, sure. Also, they have what is probably the most fascinating scene that I spend a lot of time thinking about moving forward, which is... I know what you're about to say. They see... Yes. They see these killer clowns from the vantage of a ball pit, right? Uh Uh-huh. And we never fully know if these are actual female killer clowns in the sense that we would know females, right? Uh, the killer clowns, as we can see, their gender is dramatically like we talk about gender fluidity nowadays. They're fully. She sees these two fall in right. They have wigs on, yeah, and clothes, but they look exactly like their their male counterparts until she just she uses her brain powers to start making her tits become the size of dog. The bounty hunter's wife, yeah. somehow she psychically picks up on these guys like the big tits. They like these guys like the big. When the moon hits the tita, <laughs> and they're fucking growing these monsters, these fucking giant monster tits, because that's what these guys want. So you're saying, are these a sexless being that are trying to, because we see earlier, right, when the girl's in the shower, the clowns have at least enough psychic awareness to know who Mike is to her mm-hmm. and what he would say to her to get her to open the door, right? So these clowns also, as they walk in and he presses the red button and, you know, it could be traps. Somehow, psychically, they've concocted that these two little Italians want these giant, busty women, even if they look like the predatory killer clowns. Right. I don't know. Can they just fucking on the fly be like, we'll create the the human vagina. We'll create the the human vagina. (laughs) That you can toss and flip and put some flour on. I like that we're doing this
1: Italian accent. These guys did not have, they had like bad New York accents. Like, yeah,
0: this is... But, I'm trying like, to pay homage to your people. Thank you. The Italians, yeah. When you learn how to do a Syrian accent, we'll do that segment of the show. I'm,
1: you know what? That would be racist of me. I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is, these killer clowns, would you fuck these killer clowns? Not a chance. In what shape would they take for you?
1: I wouldn't at all. They'd take the shape of scaring the shit out of me, and I'd run. That fight or flight response in me, particularly, very
0: strong. They I am just look a little bit like Andrea, and you're like, it has been a rough day.
1: I am not that cool. I am not that cool of a ice cream slang in Italian. I am not going to be able to just like be like, you know what? I'll fuck anything. Like that's not me. So you
0: know. I will say this. I think I would, and so my biggest yeah, I know question you is: I don't ask that what question. What shape would you they would. take
1: for you? What shape would they take? I mean, I know what I, I know, I, I mean, I know
0: what they probably would be. <laughs> we don't have to put it all out in front of me, but yeah, if if you put me in a ball pit and I got to fuck my way out for survival, yeah, I can
1: absolutely, I can absolutely foresee that for you. I mean, for me, I'd give up because that's like, you know, I'd be like, you know what? What I
0: would do is I would lull them into a safety state, right? Right. And I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, he's a fucking Mr. Good. (laughs) You'd be like, yeah, that's right. That's right, little Italian dream clown, right? Because they think now they're like channeling this like inner Monica Bellucci. Oh, yes, yes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you like, you like. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like, oh, turn around. And I would shoot right on the red nose. They would explode in orgasmic death. And okay. then I would flee through the belly of the ship to save humanity.
1: I mean, I think that's also presuming that your projectile is pretty powerful.
0: I don't think we ever learn how fucking much pressure it takes. The we guy don't. Pops like he, Jojo Clownzilla. Right? Jojo
1: Clownzilla gets taken out by the pop of a the, the size badge, of that
0: pin right? on the back of that badge is so teeny that I think Malode could emulate that. <laughs> You know what I mean?
1: Ah. Dude, I mean, how, it, well, that's the my, hardest
0: part. Would be going back to work Monday and be like, "Dude, I killed an alien with ejaculate. My own body's ejaculate. I'm a fucking slayer, well, dude." I, think I would feel that's like Arnold being the, question at the we're end talking of Predator. About I could like, never go back to work. See,
1: this is the thing. It's not the force with which you would hit the nose. We're talking about the instrument with which you'd hit it. Like, even though it's a tiny little, you know back of a badge
0: oh i thought you were talking about me i
1: was like how dare you (sighs) no i'm absolutely not going to talk about that um if even though it's a little tiny like back (laughs) of a badge wouldn't is it the fact that it's pointy like is it the instrument with which yeah
0: because what we see we don't see you're surmising that
1: your ejaculate is so strong that it could hit at a point Almost yes. simulates that of, like, a pinprick or a, a knife wound.
0: First off, I knew you were going to try to shut this down. No, so I'm, I did I'm asking a question. Research. There's a
1: scientific question here. I asked a question.
0: Right. And we've decided it has to penetrate the nose, correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, like, in the way that we're what discussing.
0: Is, what is nature's drill? Sperm. So then all of a sudden you have a thousand little pricks no, drilling well, through the ovum of the red nose explosion.
1: Well, no, the sperm would be. I mean, the ejaculate is the after effect of the drill, technically. Technically,
0: well, no, it's the it's the carrier for my my soldiers.
1: Right, but that, like, the... That
0: is the water slide with which they ride to the human egg and or knows that they're about to drill into and explode.
1: Right, but the penis is doing... I can't believe we're talking about this right now, talking about killer clowns. But Actually, like,
0: you know what? I kind of knew exactly this was going to Yeah, go I don't
1: even know why I'm saying something like that. This is exactly where this conversation was going to go. <laughs> the penis is doing the work of the drill. The ejaculate is the after effect of said drill's work.
0: I'm saying imagine your sperm is little nanobots drilling through the the fleshy layer of the exploding nose, right? Boom. Well, but that, about that, that's my qu-
1: that's my question though. Is like, are you saying that your ejaculate would hit so hard that it forms yeah. like the center of like a pin prick or something like that?
0: Yes and no, because also, even if it didn't, as it curled around, the sperm would then. Because the common be like, denominator here,
1: the common denominator here yeah. between like the back of a uh, the back of a, a, a right. police we never badge, see anyone take a pop a gun, no so one, t- that no that one does true. a punch. So that's like the thing. It's not force. It's actual indentation. Right. That, I think, right. is the key here. So the
0: p- and as everyone says, it's stupid, right? The aliens from War of the Worlds died because they didn't know about colds, right? So aliens can't have all the knowledge. They don't know that we have guns no matter what.
1: Sure. Boom. Which, again. Dick guns. Which, again, that's probably what know. It seems like Crescent Moon is a California town, so it makes sense that they would be here instead of Texas. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We want our juice boxes to be full of organic pappy (laughs) crap.
1: See, that's that's what that's saying. that's the sequel i want to see is killer would i
0: have sex with the aliens yes but not for pleasure killer killer clowns
1: from outer space in texas would last five minutes Be like, get the
0: fuck out of here oh dude they (laughs) land at one house and like the fucking (laughs) three-year-old
1: that's the killer clown i want that's that like that that's that that movie that's a short film right there for sure
0: oh dude that could be like a troop of boy scouts and they're all just like (laughs) mom sent this for me for the boy scout leader but here we go (laughs) Dude, if you had a slingshot, like any kid in the '80s was gonna kill all right. these clouds. So we're talking projectiles. We're saying
1: straight yeah. up projectiles, right? That's that's what the that's yeah. the common denominator. I
0: would there. imagine it has to break the skin, right? So if that's the, the hard hard case, punch, are
1: you saying that you ejaculate hard enough where you could break someone's skin?
0: Probably, but wow, that's impressive. Also, I'm reminding you that the sperm is nature's drill. They could put just the, a a your, micro puncture in the nose and it would explode.
1: I don't think the I don't think sperm is nature's drill. I think sperm is the after that's effect of nature's
0: the drill. The exact job. Watch a sperm breaking into an egg. Oh, you're egg, talking about actual
1: ovum to. Okay, you're if you're talking about that, that's different. Yes.
0: Yes. I'm just saying I would do it not for pleasure but, but that for is, saving human kind.
1: But see, there's the nature of it all though and that's like if you if you got a swimmer going to an ovum, that's different than a swimmer hitting the outside of an alien nose. And then Maybe, technically, does that mean knows. that Maybe instead of Maybe nature
0: gave us stronger sperm because they knew that we had to deal with the of it alien exploding, would it back.
1: impregnate the alien's nose? That's kind of scary. That's a movie.
0: Right, but then when the baby was nine months old, it would bust the nose. So it's just right. like... It's a so guaranteed a It's, guaranteed like it's, death a, death it's a slow death. Dead slow man death. walking. Dead man walking. Yeah.
1: Slow death, yeah, that uh, makes sense. Okay.
0: You could wear whatever, you could change into whatever you want, but that nose would be full of my seed, right? Okay. And cool. nine months later, a powerful Griffy child would fucking burst forth <laughs> with clown abilities, mm. who would work at my behest. <laughs> so the, okay, that got a little further. The after effect, but... you'd
1: enslave and make it. You're okay, got it. Okay, this is kind of weird.
0: It's not, as I explained to my kids when they said. Did you only have us so we could go get you stuff? And I said, no, I didn't only have you so I, you could go get me stuff. It's just one of the benefits of paying for your whole life.
1: Yeah, but that's having children on purpose. That's like the whole thing. This We're talking well, about... I had
0: this kid on purpose. I just didn't know he had a great about, clown power. We're
1: talking about you impregnating the nose of a killer clown.
0: This then... is a Paul Kent scenario. Where now all of a sudden <laughs> I have a child with extraordinary powers. Who will powers. take on my morality... I think it's going to be fun. They want to be a good people, Kal-El. They <laughs> Yeah, except for when I'm dying to a tornado, I'm not doing this. I'm like, get the fuck over here. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they know about you. Save me.
1: Okay, can I ask a – there's a also – so I've what never the fuck seen are we talking movie? about? Yes. I've never seen this movie before. I, I want to ask a clarifying question because I got to be honest. The mo- end of this movie was very grim to me.
0: Oh, the explode, the death of the clowns?
1: So the clowns die. And all these folks are, you know, they're they're hugging each other, they're elated, the Italians are going to go out and go to some bar and bang out, you know, zocting ladies.
0: as the the Italians sink back into the clown car, which we know is TARDIS-like in that it can hold a ton of these clowns, Mm -hmm. I've always thought... You They've think, got you, those clown bras. You think those
1: clown bras are in car. there?
0: Yeah, oh, for know. sure. Thousand I mean, percent. I mean, I don't. Why I would, would they be... sink back down like that? Wouldn't you be elated to get out of this car and back into the real world? Oh, no, no. Niche, niche. Oh, no, no. They brought party favors.
1: I stay at a home. No, here, no, this is why. We have I, it at the home. <laughs> no, this is why I found the end of the movie so grim. Is yes. The three of them, um, you know. The cop who's trying to bang the girl and then her actual boyfriend and him. They're standing there and they get hit in the face with pie. Does that mean yeah. they're dead? That That's the like that that whole that's whole town. Died. So that was
0: my kid saying is like, is that an acid pie? Yeah. So here's the thing. Either it's a wink and a nod to the audience. Right. Right. That is it over. And there's one more line. They want to send the audience out with a laugh, right? That's kind of the meta, not fun, in-the-world answer. That's what some film nerds say right now. Obviously, it's for the audience to live. It's like, all right, fucking film Twitter douche. Right. We get it. We like to talk about movies as if it is a world contained onto itself and do that. That's way more fun, right. right? Right, right. So there, there's kind of two theories, right? Okay. Is that one, there are aliens... Or clowns that we did not see in the final battle that maintained on Earth that were coming back with the giant cotton candy machine. So there could be more clowns that were not on the ship, right? It could also be the popcorn clowns that were left behind who are now growing into their small form, right? Because as we see, they grow into Jojo Clownzilla, I think. Right, right, yeah. Eventually. As if I couldn't have loved this movie more. When I was young, it has a kaiju in it. Even better. Yes is is perfect psychically linked to me weird sexual questions giants evil clown just my perfect kind of move yeah so yeah it's the popcorn people growing up and coming back now they're like a foot tall and they're fucking throwing pies it does mean that there's another clown armory somewhere so maybe in that clown that cotton candy sucking vehicle there's more right. or those clown women really were in there they kill the Italian men, and then they come out, and they're like, revenge! Right. But yeah, I think if they get hit with those pies, they're dead. I right, think they're that's, fucking a, that, dead that's what in I'm saying. So, like, it,
1: it, well, it seemed as it ended on quite a sad note as our three heroes got acid pie in the face. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're watching the beginning of these thing, people right? melt.
0: Yes, this is Pacific Rim. You remember when they talk about the kaiju that are coming through in Pacific Rim, they're like, there's a whole other world and they can see us and they want our Earth for its resources. Right. That's what's happening here. More clowns are coming. Right. Like Once this place got blown up, they're coming back with probably the not just the resource gathering, they're coming back with the military. Imagine what the killer clown's intergalactic army looks like. <laughs> That's the scary one. That's the Independence Day moment. Right right where they come back and it's just fucking so, you know cool whip right. destroying the white house so instead. the
1: clowns are obviously intergalactic travelers they're always it's clowns though them. right they're never like they're not uh changing form per planet they visit but
0: no i'm i'm assuming this is just their form this is their vibe and they are just, they are just a locust like species okay cuz cool. they say that we saw them in the past Right. The last time they stopped here for a snack, and then we right. just took the iconography of clowning and made it into this sad profession. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I am assuming they always look like clones. but yeah, <laughs> right.
1: I mean, so that I mean by that rationale, what's fascinating is our last line of defense in the sequel, where the alien, where the killer clown alien army comes back, is whoever just graduated from clown college it's like steve-o and all these other guys no we're dead come to save our lives
0: we're i mean we're dead everyone's gonna everyone better have as strong a swimmers as me we're dead it's over i just realized why those clowns were like that in the bottom of the ship because that's how he gets the italian boys to help out is he says yeah she has two roommates with huge boobs so they are psychically manifesting the roommates that the Targanzi brothers, or whatever their names are, Tarzini, right. Tarzinis. they are psychically Taranzis. manifesting what the Tar- Taranzis were imagining the roommates look like. That's why the one had that like red curly wig. She looked like the cover of Armacord. <laughs> wow. I'm That's not what lie. the Tarzinis were imagining.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. I did not think we would get from Killer Clowns in Outer Space to, um, to even mentioning Armacord in the same breath, but... I'm well imagining
0: done. that's exactly how they designed well that clown. Done. I bet. Oh no, I, don't I'm know. I mean,
1: respect, now. man. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't disagree
0: with you. But that is the sexual fantasy they were had in their minds when they fell into that ball pit. <laughs> That's why the tits were grungy. <laughs> these were not a set clown. These these were fantasy clowns. I Anywho. Mean, I'm not going to lie. think this though. movie, right? Yeah. Go ahead. I'm
1: not going to lie. I You've always talked about this movie. I've never yes. had any interest in seeing it, and this it goes back to being a kid. Even watched, even seeing like the videos, the VHS cover, I was like, "Why would I ever watch a movie about killer clowns? That seems like a terrible idea." Yeah. Having now watched it, I get it. I get what I get the vibe. I get the fun. I get what you, I get what you like.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, for me, it was like as soon as I saw that box cover with that title, I'm I have to fucking see this movie. Well. It's like the first time you saw Hellraiser, like there it is, movies. You're like, I got. Child's Play 2 had the one where Chucky was going to cut the jack-in-the-box's head off. Awesome. Yeah. Just great covers, right? But again, this movie, $1.8 million budget, brought home, box office, $43 million. So again, a movie that... This, this is a tight movie to bring in, right? Like, this, this movie, you could make missteps all over the place that would have completely sunk what this movie was. Yeah. Could have completely took the fun out. They are walking this fucking razor's edge. Of kind of in on it fun, legitimate creepy moments, world building, and they they somehow fucking land it. They somehow land it and it becomes this amazingly fun, so much more interesting than it has any right to be filmed that is now a, a fucking bona fide cult classic, man. People love it. I fucking loved this movie. I watch it at least every year, if not a couple times every year. I just yeah. fucking I mean again and i think it's that the the real moments of horror right like mooney uh, in the jail right and the soundtrack just fucking rips the theme songs that incredible is the, the the visuals of the the clowns and how they built the clown contraptions the clown cars the tent the the cotton candy room I mean, it's it just it just excels so far beyond what you would imagine this movie would be it is what we always talk about that alchemy where all of these things come together and it is so much greater than the sum of its parts. It's true.
1: It's, it's a fucking blast. I really enjoyed it actually.
0: That's it! For killer clowns from outer space. But you know it's never over if you watch the movie. So keep keep thy uh shaft strong, my friends, in case we have to defend ourselves. <laughs> <Jesus> uh <Christ. laughs> If you want more amazing Film Alchemist podcasts, be sure to go to patreon.com slash Pod. The best way to help us grow the show, the best way to get more out of the show for yourself. Make sure you go to YouTube. Again, thank you for those of you who do. I think we already thanked you, but we'll thank you again. It thank means you. the world that anyone Love supports the show. Thank you. The YouTube Film Alchemist, subscribe over there. The email Pod at com. Make sure you follow us on all the socials and make sure wherever you find podcasts, to leave the five star rating and review about why you like the show, help us find more audience that needs to know how to defend themselves when the invasion comes. Please help us, help us, help us, help you. Anyways, guys, we're looking very excited to celebrating five years. We're looking very forward to doing Aliens invade the pod again. Uh, up next, Species. Yeah. Another, another another movie where we're going to debate how we real would fuck sexy our way. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Another movie where we have to decide how we'd fuck our way to freedom. Uh, Not wrong. <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoy it. It means the world to us that you guys uh, hang out with us and listen to the show. So for the film Alchemist Pod, I'm Josh Griffin I'm Alex D'Andean.